Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel Jason Hammer, right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Kevin Bowen is one half of the morning show on our sister station, 107.5 The Fan. It's the Kevin and Query Show. So, KB, I want to get your thoughts on the Colts here in just a moment, but the calendar says March, and we're going to talk a little basketball here. Both Purdue and Indiana double buys in this year's Big Ten tournament. The Boilers winning the Big Ten Regular season championship outright. Indiana, come from behind, crazy win last night in Assembly Hall. Where are we at with these two programs? Well, yeah, I think both obviously end of the year on a nice note, although there was moments, particularly in Bloomington yesterday, where it did look great. I mean, the fact that both of them earned a double buy. I mean, Indiana, you would have thought that to be the case at the start of the season. Purdue, I... I get that mid-March and beyond gets so criticized, and understandably so, by fans of any team, particularly Purdue. Uh, But how are you not just very proud of what they accomplished? They just won the Big Ten as one of the youngest teams in major college basketball by three games. And to put that into perspective, that does not happen very often. I think it's just the second time since 2009 a Big Ten team has won the conference by that many games. And again, it's not like preseason expectations were through the roof for this Purdue team. They lost the top five pick, and they lost you know, Travion Williams and a couple other starters. I mean, this was not supposed to be you know, the overwhelming favorite in the Big Ten. For Indiana, it's been a roller coaster ride, um, certainly, but now all of a sudden they enter March, and you're thinking to themselves, okay, they could be a top-four seed. There's still questions to be answered away from home about stringing multiple games together against NCAA tournament uh, quality opponents, but the great thing for Indiana is they'll have one of, if not the best players in the country on the floor every single night in Trace Jackson Davis in the tournament. And Jalen Ujavino, as a freshman guard, has shown the bright lights, uh, you know, are, are not, you know, too, too big for him. And if you've got good guard play in March and he can give that, you know, for you, you know, that is kind of a two-man pairing that, you know, you could ride for a little bit. Hey, KB, take me back to that Purdue game yesterday. Both those games were giving me heart attacks yesterday, by the way. I was just it's like, <laughs> you know, and I turned it off at halftime. I'm like, eh, Try right. having money on them, Nige. <laughs> right, Try right. having money on them. Right. So Purdue was like, what, up by 20 at halftime or something like that? I'd switch the channel and then, you know, I, I eventually get a text from somebody, oh my God, Purdue's about to lose the game. And I'm like, what? And so it's like, is there anything to be concerned about with the Boilermakers or is that just kind of indicative of the way college basketball is sometimes you got big leads at half times and and the team grinds it out to catch back up yeah i mean you could probably look at a glass half full or glass half empty to yeah. be totally honest i i think there is an element of that is college basketball particularly in the conference you know when, when you see these teams so often and you know for the most part teams are pretty evenly matched i will point to the first half and how they built a 21 point lead and that is where if i were a purdue fan i'd be you know pretty encouraged because they did that with Zach Eady, I think, playing nine minutes in the first half. Brandon Newman, who's been a bench player for them pretty much all season long, has been in the starting lineup here for the last couple of games. They're looking for an offensive spark because that has been an issue for them, particularly from the perimeter. And he gave them exactly that yesterday. And this is a guy that has always had some potential. You're just kind of waiting for him to put it together. So having said all that, Purdue's issues this year, too many turnovers. They're not shooting the ball. Uh, well enough from behind the arc 
to be a, you know, you know, oh yeah, this is easily the best team in college basketball. Uh, the fact that they got something from Newman when Zach Eady wasn't playing a whole lot, and Fletcher Lawyer, their their other kind of consistent guy, he wasn't really doing much either. I think that is encouraging. And now the question is, of course, can you bottle that up? Can it be reliable? Can it be reliable away from home? Those sorts of things. Because if Purdue does not get help like that, their stay in March is not going to be as deep as maybe their their ranking of a number one or number two seed will be. So one more thing here on the Boilers and the Hoosiers before we move on to Colts. The Big Ten tournament, it's shaping up here. We got Purdue as a number one seed, and they're going to play their first game Friday morning. Indiana is a number three seed. They're going to play late Friday night, around 9 o'clock. You look at this Big Ten tournament bracket, KB, there's a pretty solid chance we're looking at a Purdue versus Indiana final. Could you imagine? Yeah, and you know, first off, that's been very rare. They've only met once in Big Ten tournament history, and it's a tournament that goes back to the late '90s. So, we we have not gotten this rivalry on a neutral floor in you know Indy, Chicago, wherever it's been. And a hammer, I, I'm sure you've already looked at it, knowing you and how you operate. <laughs> if you look at the Vegas odds right now, I mean, it's oh, first off, Purdue is a you know pretty almost even money favorite to win the tournament, and Indiana is the clear second favorite. And it drops a bit to find that third team. Northwestern's a two-seed, but I don't think anybody thinks Northwestern's going to get on some run to win the Big Ten tournament. So, based off Vegas, they, they really like Purdue and Indiana to meet on Sunday. And obviously that would speak for itself in terms of what it would mean to our state. And then you kind of get into NCAA tournament seeding and all of that. Would that get Purdue a one-seed? All of a sudden, would Indiana skyrocket up the, the NCAA tournament bracket field? Because there is a regional in Louisville. If you are a fan of Indiana and or Purdue, you want them to be playing, I think, in Louisville for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Just to think back to when Purdue was in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight a few years ago, I mean, that was a huge environment for Purdue down there at the Yum Center. So that's just another wrinkle to think about here with the Big Ten Tournament up in Chicago. It's just such a bummer that Indy doesn't have any games this year. Men or women with the Big Ten Tournament. The women's tournament wrapped up. Indiana was the one seed. Uh, Katie Gerald's in Purdue. They were good. The men's tournament this year. IU and Purdue both good. And of course, Indianapolis doesn't get any of those games. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks, and I don't understand it either for a couple of reasons. There's no NCAA tournament games here in Indy this year. So, you know, it's not like from a scheduling standpoint, all of a sudden, Danbridge Fieldhouse is needed for more, you know, games in the month of March. Uh, and then, two, the women's tournament was in Minneapolis. And I know this goes back to Commissioner Kevin Warren when he was at the Big Ten. He's got connections to that area. But Minneapolis, can we get a little bit more centrally located for the entire Big Ten here? I didn't understand that. So let's shift gears to the Colts. Last week, the NFL Combine, we saw the quarterbacks, and they showed up. Some worked out, some threw. Uh, They all did meetings and so forth. What are we hearing about the Colts and the search for a new QB? Well, again, I'd be stunned if they did not draft a quarterback in round one here in late April. But, you know, as far as the four quarterbacks are looked at, you can probably group them into two tiers. I know it's not exactly that even, but just for the sake of the uh, discussion, we will. The top tier is C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, um, the two most accomplished Ohio State, Alabama, respective quarterbacks, easily the two most accomplished college quarterbacks of this quartet that we're talking about here. Uh, you know, both led their teams to, you know, great seasons when they were playing quarterback and, you know, up there for Heisman Trophy, et cetera. 
The other two is Will Levis from Kentucky and Anthony Richardson from Florida. Uh, more based off potential and traits. Uh, we've got some. They've got some physical attributes that you can't teach. And you know, can you teach some of the other stuff and, and kind of mold them out of the clay that they are? Richardson, in particular, just absolutely set the combine on fire of weighing north of 240 pounds, and he ran a 4-4 in the 40-yard dash, and just did stuff that a defensive end or a tight end would do, not a quarterback would do. So now the question is again. You know, how much of the other stuff can you teach? He he won six games in his college career at Florida. He only started for one season. He was a 50-some percent passer. Um, are those athletic traits just that? Or, you know, is that the making of a guy that if you give him some coaching and some development, he could turn into a pretty rare quarterback? So uh, those would be some of the questions the Colts have to sift through. And then they also sit there at number four in the draft. So the other question becomes, all right, who do you like? How much do you like them? And how do you gauge the teams above you in terms of the need to trade up or not. Where can we find more information about March Madness, the Colts offseason, the upcoming draft? Where can we go? Yeah, website is loaded right now, 1075thefan.com. I've got 10 combine takeaways, so you get more into all this discussion. And, of course, looking ahead to Friday with Indiana and Purdue starting the Big Ten tournament runs. And then this time next week we'll be looking at a bracket. So uh, great, great time of year, and uh, can't wait for it all to unfold. KB, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, KB. Thanks, guys. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.